Welcome to the Smart Firefighting Podcast. Kevin Sofen here, where we cover all things related to the future of smart technology for first responders around the world. Please enjoy the show and let me know what you want to learn about next. I have the fortune sitting here in Mumbai, India, alongside Udit Argawal, the director of Bridge Bazi. Udit, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Kevin. Thanks for having me on this podcast. Good to have you in Mumbai. It's wonderful to be here in Mumbai, and thank you for having me and hosting me these past couple of days. You're most welcome. It's been very eye-opening in a lot of good ways to see the culture, to see the people, incredible hospitality, and really love the Indian culture. And I'd love for more people to get to know more about, about you and the Indian culture. But to start, tell us a little about who is Udit Argawal. Tell us a little bit about yourself and in your role as director at Brisbazi. Yeah, Brisbazi is now a 50-year-plus uh, old company, and I'm the second generation in the business. I joined the family business about 12 years ago after having studied in the U.S. and coming from a totally non-engineering background. But I guess this uh, business is sort of in my blood, so it was easy to catch on and understand you know, how things work in India. And my passion has been ever since, you know, to introduce new technologies and firefighting systems that can help the firemen across the nation. And truly speaking, I've been just working on that. You know, some years have been very challenging where, you know, it's been a learning process. But the key has been, you know, just keep trying and listening to the customers and try to find out, you know, how you can fill in the gaps. Most of the times the people don't have an answer as to, you know, what they are looking for or, you know, what they need. But I have realized, you know, if you can ask them the right questions or keep asking them the right questions, you know, you will get the answer one way or the other. And then you focus on those issues at hand that the customers are facing and try to find a solution together. So that's where that's how I approach the business or the industry. And I understand, you know, nothing is that easy or fast. You have to be patient, keep listening. And one day, you know, I think we will find the right uh, solution for them. A lot of good tidbits in there from you got to keep trying and listen to your customers and fill in the gaps. I, I couldn't agree anymore with all that. And, and I, as I've been sort of, I've been your shadow the last two days and, and seeing a lot of the different um, conversations that you've been having and, yeah. and, and we're seeing your team. Digging a little bit more, you talked about new technology in the fire service. What are some technology solutions that Bridge Bazi is bringing to the Indian fire service today? Yeah, I mean, the many things which I have been trying for many years. So apart from the traditional fire trucks, you know, we have worked or actually discovered many uh, solution providers across Europe and the U.S. especially. So in India, one of the challenge, challenges has been, you know, accessing the water, scarcity of water. There is no hydrant system in the municipal uh, areas. And in big disasters, you know, how to get the water you need. So we have found one solution from the Netherlands, which is great in accessing water from any open water site 
and it can just deliver water for many kilometers, unlimited water supply. So that is one example. Another example is, you know, to doing a lot of work with the Skylift solution for the high-rise firefighting. We have been doing it for many years, but now we have taken it to the next level whereby we are customizing it more for the Indian situation. So now we are proud to say that, you know, we can make these in India at our own factory with the collaboration from the Finnish people, that technology. Another thing has been training, which I've been working on for the last three or four years. You know, we have realized that capacity building is the biggest challenge. There's not a lot of knowledge out there. Like, you know, even Kevin, we uh, discussed with the Maharashtra Fire Service Director yesterday. Like, uh, such a knowledgeable guy, right? But how do we, you know, actually get it out there so that people can learn from it? So there's certain solutions or tools that we have in hand that we are working with, uh, along with Darley team. And I'm sure those solutions which are tech-oriented, and tech, I believe, is the future in learning, in training. And it makes the life so much easier. Everything on the books, just lying on the shelves, is doing no good. But, you know, if we can put it, you know, in a digital format and easy to share, that's the way to go forward. Mm. And you know how I feel about content creation and sharing. So I'm, I couldn't agree more that there's a huge opportunity to take some of our knowledge and package it in a way that allows it to meet people where they're at, make it accessible. I mean, you, I've, I've talked with your team looking that WhatsApp is a very common method of communication. Um, and so how can we make knowledge, not something that's sitting in a, a huge binder that's sitting on the shelf collecting dust, but how can we create knowledge that is very bite-sized, small, shareable, and something that can be passed along and talked about on apps like WhatsApp? Yeah, So exactly. it's just, just interesting to hear and, and kind of see that unfold as I've been here in India. And I think even more so what I'd be like to know more about too is some of the specific challenges to the Indian fire service. You mentioned some areas, and this is common in a lot of places in the world where there's no hydrants and there's lack of water. That's one example. But what are some challenges unique to India that people may not be aware about in regards to what the fire how the fire service is funded or how fire service recruits members or how they use equipment or the standards? I mean, what are Give us some insights to some of the uniqueness of the Indian Fire Service. Yeah, it's unique, uh, but uh, at the same time, you know, uh, very, very challenging. As you know, in India, it's a large country, a very diverse set of people across so many states. Each state has their own different, although there are national standards, but each state wants to do things a bit differently as per their own mindset and culture. So culture is also very important to understand, like how a state like Tamil Nadu or in Maharashtra or in the north, Haryana, how they are a bit different culturally and how they would take up the decision making also a bit differently. So when it comes to fire services or any other administrative services, all these things have to be considered and uh, realized. So what I've seen, I'm not the expert, but you know, there are people out there who are heading these training institutes with the government. And the challenges they face is at many, many levels. The training is one, having the basic training, then having the basic gear, turnout gear. So we see in many places still, which is unfortunate, the firemen don't have the proper gear. 
when they have to attend a fire call they just some majority of the places still go in standard clothes without proper footwear sometimes i've seen also they going wearing slippers into a fire call so training and uh, proper gear is one of the major issues then the department is also very sensitive about you know the costs because in government when you hire somebody it's forever and there are costs which are long term and to monitor everything that is happening because responsibility taking is a big challenge nobody wants to take responsibility what i'm seeing as a trend is government is going into outsourcing the jobs for the firefighters so these are some of the basic administrative challenges on top you know capacity building you know having the right kind of equipment who takes the decision for that what are the quality standards many many things are there which i think will take a lot of time for us to address but in these you know realizing those gaps that's where you know for us lies the opportunities how we can help them and this is a specific nuance within what you just talked about but what about data in the fire service we hear i hear a lot about data within the north american context and how data is being created and then how data is being synthesized real time or after an event how is different data being created and used and deployed from what you're seeing you mean like suppose there's a incident and uh, how it is captured yeah and information about whether it's geospatial information mm. whether it's a uh, traffic data uh, okay. uh, whether it's a uh, tracking of a, a firefighter or a fire truck any any of that kind of data information so in that like uh, in the state of maharashtra so there is a municipal corporation or each city is responsible for its own fire department and but the fire department is separate from the police and it's separate from the the traffic and it's separate from the weather uh, situation and it's even separate from the healthcare meaning ambulance service so so far there is no integrated data collection system uh, amongst these various agencies uh, probably in the future if it happens but each department is responsible for collecting their own gathering their own data and how then they share with each other that is then decision of the main administrator in that region so there are disaster management offices for regions and actually the main job of that disaster management uh, office is to coordinate between various agencies so certain certain regions it is happening certain regions it is not happening but in majority of the regions it is not happening in a coordinated way then comes the question about the quality of the data as well how it is being collected and then documented that is also something which i see is probably done in the more experienced regions you know where the people are more experienced and they understand how this thing can be done but in across the country it still needs a lot of work i mean there's no shortage of gaps that exist yeah. uh within the data realm so within that conversation of of challenges and gaps and this is sort of an open general question what are some trends that you see that are maybe happening something that you didn't see 10 years ago or 5 years ago but conversations are happening about you know there's a movement towards something new or something changing or any any kind of emerging trends 
across India within the the first responder public safety realm? Yeah, one of the very clear trends which I can see is the uh, technology, the use of technology for many things. And as I touched upon earlier, training, educating the people. So what technology can bring? I've seen many big oil and gas companies which are still government owned. They're using technology to a very large extent as we speak, be it in a virtual reality format or be it in other classroom formats. And I find them, they're very, very open to adopt technology and how it, it can help. That's a very clear trend across across India. That's good. And, and what would you say, I mean, you you yourself and you have this, this very entrepreneurial-minded company, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that, that listen to these podcasts and they're always trying to come up with new ideas and solutions. Um, you've already maybe said some of these messages, but what would you say to someone that's interested in trying to do business in India as far as how they're approaching developing their technology or, or how they're bringing it to market? Yeah, they just need to be patient. They have to put in the work in uh, first listening to the key customers, the end users. So somebody once uh, told me, or not told me, but one of the podcasts I was listening to earlier and one of the key takeaways was, you know, you've got to love your customers and listen to them and not fall in love with your product. So as long as, you know, you can learn to listen to them and uh, take it from there, that will take you a long ways. And plus, you have to understand, you know, how things work in India in terms of business. You know, whichever industry, it may be not just fire, but any industry. So you have to really understand the local scenarios, the local situations, and just be patient and, and work on it and build on it. Good, good insights there. Thank you. So what's your vision for BridgeBazi for the next, you know, five, 10 years? What are, what are some things that when you wake up in the morning or you go to sleep at night and you're thinking about the future of this great company, what's your vision for the future? Yeah, I mean, every time, you know, I talk or meet, like I've been, uh, we've been talking for, for the last uh, couple of days. And every time I have these conversations with the different people, you know, uh, I, I find myself, you know, why should I, you know, fix my thoughts or vision to one specific point of view? So I'm very much open to ideas. In short, the vision is basically, you know, just keep bringing the good, the knowledge that will help me in helping my customers, the firefighters across the country, be it technology-oriented solutions, be it the truck solutions, equipment solutions. And the way I see it, you know, we are just one large family that we can help anybody in need. Well said. And I think there's that's a good message to everyone that's out there wanting to innovate, to be patient. And most importantly, if you're trying to do business in India, Udeep with Brisbazi is, is a good place to start. And, and I, I greatly admire what you've built and, and the amazing work that you do. And I guess my, my final thing to, to sort of ask you is, what would be a final message from you to everyone listening? I mean, and, uh, there's, there's people here that are fire service members, entrepreneurs, other companies, but any other final, as they say, mic drops or final messages that that you would want to leave with us today? Hmm. I'm not sure that, you know, uh, a final message, but as I said, you know, what I've learned from my journey is basically a lot of patience is required. You have to be calm, even in the toughest of situations. One year can be a very challenging one, but if you gave up hope at that time, then it doesn't matter anymore. You know? So you just keep, keep trying, 
even in the challenging years and just find out what else you can do and yeah well, on behalf of Darley and the Smart Firefighting community and just everyone I'm sure that you work with in India and in the world thank you um, thanks keep, Kevin keep doing what you're doing thank you Kevin until next time thank you so much for listening to the Smart Firefighting podcast today if you enjoyed what you heard and got any value please drop us a rating leave us a comment or reach out to us on social media have a great day and together we can advance the future of smart firefighting Thank you.